listening to Wake Up and Read the Labels, your guide to eating simple and feeling good. If you want to eat clean and feel your best, guess what? You're in the right place. Each week, we talk about ingredients that may be holding you back from feeling your best. We also talk to some brands that are going against the grain and actually using real ingredients we can recognize. Plus, we're sharing stories with people who are just like you, who actually woke up and read the labels. Welcome to Wake Up and Read the Labels podcast. My name is Jen Smiley. And if you're anything like me, you love to go out to eat, right? You don't want to do the dishes. You prefer somebody else to cook the food for you, or you just maybe don't think you cook very good. So today we're going to be discussing this topic, why you can still keep living your life and go out to eat and actually feel good afterwards. But there's some tips and tricks you got to know and figure out in order to go out to eat and feel amazing the next morning. So I'm going live today with Seed Oil Scout, which is this really cool app that enables restaurant goers to dine fearlessly in the urban jungle by avoiding processed foods and finding foods they love. So check it out. This app enables the community to map out restaurants that care for their customers by cooking with healthy oil. So welcome, Seed Oil Scout. What's up? How are you? Thanks for the great intro, Jen. I'm happy to be here. I'm doing well. Good. Yeah. No, it's uh, you know, it's an exciting time for the American restaurant goer. I feel like everyone has their own real specific diet these days, and uh, it can be quite overwhelming to really hone in on on that. So, yeah, Seed Oil Scout's kind of trying to take some of that mental overhead and stress out of selecting a restaurant. So, you know, essentially what it is, is it's a it's a mobile app with a map and users can input data about like restaurants, cooking oils, as well as their ingredients. You know, if you're looking for local produce, organic produce, grass fed beef, grass finished beef, bone broth, et cetera, our community can tag all that up. But, you know, most importantly, they kind of focus on the, the cooking oils, which we believe, you know, we believe seed oils are particularly kind of they cause a lot of gut distress and it's definitely something you kind of want to avoid. And they're, you can avoid them at home pretty easily. You know, you know what you're, what kind of oils you're pouring in the pan, but at restaurants it can be very tricky. <laughs> so we're there to give you a little help. Okay. I feel like this is next level because first of all, you said so many people follow these diets, right? People are going to restaurants and they're like, oh, let me get the vegan thing on the menu. Or let me get the gluten-free or the dairy-free. But they don't realize that a lot of these inflammatory oils, which we will be diving into, are everywhere. They're in so many restaurants. And so when people are going and they're still thinking they're sticking to their guidelines of their diet, but their inflammation's high, or maybe they have a headache, or they're dealing with IBS, their fingers are swelling, all of these kind of inflammatory markers, symptoms of their body talking to them, root cause generally is going to be those seed oils. So I applaud you for what you're doing because it's informing people of restaurants that are using clean oils. And I'd love to discuss, you know, why, why would a restaurant start using a clean oil and how much more money is it for them? And why is it so hard for them to do it? Why are they choosing the bad seed oils? So with that being said, you kind of touched base on it. What are the seed oils? But really, like, why are they so bad for us? And why are they in all of our foods? Yeah. So I'd say 
to attack kind of why they're in all of our foods, they're extremely cheap, right? Mm -hmm. And the most common seed oil in restaurant food, especially, is soybean oil. And that's completely propped up by like soy subsidies that were kind of implemented in, in during World War II. So seed oils were kind of a source of cheap calories. They were invented in like the 1800s. And essentially, they what I tell people, because sometimes there's some confusion about like, what is a seed oil, which oils are seed oils. And it's like, basically, if it comes from something that's, you know, is a fruit or an animal, it's not a seed oil, right? So avocados are fruit, olives are fruit, coconuts are fruit. We're making the oil from like the pulp of those, like the soft part of the olive or the avocado, right? And those fats are like fats that humans and animals have eaten since the dawn of time, right? But uh, seed oils are kind of an unprecedented component in the animal diet. They're essentially pure monounsaturated omega-6 fat, which you can't really get in nature, right? Like you, you wouldn't be able to eat like a, you know, a bushel of sunflowers to get that much polyunsaturated fat from the sunflower seeds. Uh -huh. And additionally, to do that, to get that oil out of the seeds, which are, you know, don't contain water, you need to do all this really harsh chemical processing. And so, yeah, I mean, the evidence is pretty clear that omega-6 linoleic acid, you know, A, it doesn't trigger your satiety response. So if you're eating a big meal and the primary fat is omega-6, like you're not going to feel full. You're just going to get this like kind of empty, greasy feeling and keep wanting more which, you know, is bad for weight gain, but also because these are polyunsaturated fats, they're far less stable under heat. So they oxidize in restaurant cooking at high heat, but they also oxidize in your body, which can cause all sorts of inflammation. So that's kind of how we got here. <laughs> okay. So I was just looking up soybean oil and what's so attractive about it is they can put on the menu like fried and vegan and gluten-free and sometimes it can be nut-free oils how and that conditions someone to reading that it's like well if it's free of gluten and it's vegan like what's left it's got to be healthy for me right <laughs> don't forget heart healthy <laughs> right the fda labels it heart healthy specifically <laughs> yeah so tell me what was the motivation like kind of your story do you have a story of why you started looking for these oils in restaurant and like what was that like did you go to a restaurant and say hey i do this often um hey what kind of oils are you guys using it's funny because most waiters and waitress have no idea what i'm talking about is this happening to you <laughs> yeah i mean i guess i would say yeah oh no i've gotten all sorts of funny sideways looks and that's actually why so one of the key things the app does that's helpful is it it makes it very easy to send emails to restaurants I've had more success with that than talking to servers, especially if a restaurant's busy. The servers are going to be a little bit confused potentially by what you're asking. Mm -hmm. And frankly, they may just like make something up. Yeah. <laughs> you really got to make sure they check with the kitchen. But if you can send them an email and the feature in the app is called the auto mailer. It, uh, when you open a restaurant in the app, it essentially scrapes their website for an email address. And then you can, with one tap, send like our template email over to them, which says, <laughs> says you're allergic to common vegetable oils and you're okay with the safe fats and, you know, asks what your options are. So yeah, I've definitely gotten some sideways looks. I'd say, so how I got here, right? I was, I guess before COVID sort of just going about the normal, I, I'm based in New York city. I was going about the life of a normal, normal New Yorker eating out a lot, had some, definitely some like gut issues and concerns that I was largely ignoring, I guess, or just kind of like, I don't know, I assumed they were normal or something. Mm -hmm. And then during COVID, the whole New York dining situation shut down completely, right? So I kind of had to start cooking for myself. And I just, you know, I've always been interested in food. So I was listening to like 
some podcasts that kind of would discuss diet trends and stuff. And seed oils kept coming up, especially like in, in a lot of different podcasts. So, you know, I, I obviously, I don't think I was using them much at home anyway, but I like became sure to cut them out. And I definitely just saw kind of improvements in my gut health. And then from, you know, from there, New York City dining opens back up. And, you know, I just to socialize and stuff, I've got to start eating at restaurants again. And I'm kind of horrified by the fact that like, oh, wait, I'm definitely eating all the seed oils that I, I was able to pull from my diet during COVID. Right. Yeah. That's great. I love that. <laughs> I feel like people that are, one, creating these cleaner brands, a lot of it stemmed from during COVID, I'm in the shutdown and we got to start taking control of our health and becoming aware of our inflammation. So that sounds a lot like you. Tell me this, do you know, and probably don't know an exact percentage, but like how many restaurants in America are using seed oils? Like how, how serious is this? And is it likely everybody going out to eat probably are consuming some type of seed oil? Yeah. So the default rating for a restaurant in the app is assume the worst. And that's the reality. Yep. From the perspective of a restaurant, right now, I've spoken to some restaurant owners that actually want to switch off them. They're so much cheaper. Seed oils are about like one third to one quarter of the price of olive oil. Mm -hmm. So the bigger a restaurant is, the more likely they're using seed oils. Additionally, there's like a really robust supply chain set up around getting seed oils to and from restaurants. Restaurants are getting their, say they're using soybean oil in a deep fryer. That soybean oil is getting delivered via a truck, via a hose. Right. And the hose is connecting to the exterior of the restaurant, pumping in the new oil and pumping out the dirty old oil. It's really like there's a huge supply chain around it. I've seen like brochures from the restaurant distributors, right? Like they highlight that the FDA, you know, still calls it heart healthy. Yeah. So as a restaurant owner, the restaurant margins are so thin. And it's really just like you kind of follow the money and follow the incentives. And sadly, like I would say like probably like 80 like so many restaurants are using seed oils in something. I feel like it's more. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's alarming. I mean, the way it always pops up is like salad dressings and mayo, right? Like almost all default mayonnaise. Yes. Even Hellman's olive oil mayonnaise contains canola oil. Yeah. Do you know they have one? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Hellman's. They have a mayo and on the front it says made with olive oil. And then if you flip it over and you read it, the first ingredient is canola oil. And then it goes into everything else it has. And it has like, I don't even think it's extra virgin, but it'll say olive oil towards the end. And it's just like, come on. Like people know that olive oil is like super high in omega threes and good for you. And so if somebody's reading the mayo and they read that on the front, they think it's good, but it should say made with soybean or canola oil. So yeah, that's really crazy. Tell me about an experience. I think one time I talked to you, you told me this, that you went, I'm like, how do you get these restaurants to tell you either what kind of oil they're using? Or like you said, some people are switching to the good oils. Have you had a conversation with a restaurant before where you talked to them and got them to convert? <laughs> I'm not out there, you know, really trying to convince any individual restaurant to switch over just yet. Okay. <laughs> but I have had restaurant owners come to me who are using seed oils for advice on how to switch off. Okay. And it's hard to do without raising their prices a little bit. Yeah. They don't need to raise their prices a lot, right? Like they need to raise their prices a, a little bit, right? Like a dinner entree there of the total like cost of the food on the plate, the oil 
might be like 50 cents or something, right? So like mm -hmm. if you switch from soybean oil to, it's probably, if it's soybean oil, it's cheaper. But like, let's say it's, I don't know, it's 30 cents. If you switch to olive oil, then it's the cost maybe is like a dollar or something. It's, I think it's still cheaper than that. But you see what I'm saying, right? Like they would only need yeah. to charge max like a dollar or two more. So the issue is like, if they're not branding around that and they don't think their customer base cares, they won't do it. But there's a lot of new chains popping up all over the country that shout out that they don't use seed oils and, you know, maybe they charge a dollar more. Yeah. I can name a, you know, off the top of my head, there's Springbone in New York is fast casual and there's Naked Farmer in South Florida and there's Aubergine Kitchen. I believe True Food Kitchen now uses just olive oil. I know there's a donut brand in LA called Holy Grail Donuts. Uh, they, they deep fry it. Oh yeah. I just found them the other day. Coconut oil. They use coconut oil. I, know, I need to try one. <laughs> I had a friend just post it and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I will be there in the summer and I'm getting some of those donuts. They have huge lines, right? Like people want it, right? It's just, it's taking the market some time to catch up with the demand, I think. Mm -hmm. Some other ones I know of, and I don't know if it's on your app or not, but Ruggles Black Restaurant in Houston. Got to write that down. Yep. Ruggles Black. It's really cool. I saw today they had a red snapper and the crust was done in almond flour. And then I think they use avocado oil. It's like the whole menu is amazing. But the good news is we can, although prices would go up a little bit, I'm certain we could afford to go dine out with clean oils on the menu. And so I like to tell people that, hey, look, you have a choice. You can either pay the farmer or you pay the pharmacy. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? This $1 more to get cleaner food, well, guess what? You could potentially get off of some of your medication. You could take less time off of work now and not live with aches and pains that you're trying to remedy with different topical or pill or injection solutions. And so it may seem like a lot in out of your expectation of what you should be paying for food, but our, it's America has made like unhealthy eating very cheap and very convenient. So uh, it's this paradigm shift that people need to have to see the value in maybe a dollar more to get that better oil. And also to realize that the oil has gotten so bad and it's gotten so cheap and it we've normalized it as it's okay. Yeah. So tell me this, why is Seed Oil Scout focusing or choosing to focus on restaurants and not the grocery stores? I think if you're living like a, if you're trying to live a healthy lifestyle, I think once you kind of educate yourself to a certain extent, you kind of know, like, you know, what's healthy at a, at a grocery store, right? You, all the whole foods are healthy. Once you, you wrap your head around, like what seed oils are, right? Like, you know, to be avoiding canola oil, soybean oil, all the like cheap kind of radioactive yellow oils that come in big gallon jugs, right? Yeah. So like you say, wake up and read the labels. People, you can read the labels, but Restaurants are just a black box. You have no idea really what's going on in the kitchen. Right. And you have to be a little bit clever to get that information out of restaurants. And like, let's say each, per, you know, before this app existed, right? Like I'd be asking restaurants what oil they use and then that information would just go away forever. But now if you ask, you go through the trouble of like sending the waiter to the kitchen back and forth, right? Now at least, you know, you can, that, you can share that information with thousands of people right? And you never have to ask again. I mean, you know, everyone should ask every time is what I say, because like, you know, some yeah. things could change and you, you want to be sure the report's accurate, but like you can be much more certain that you're heading to a place that kind of follows the principles that you would follow at home in your cooking. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we are compatible is because I try my best to bring awareness to people that like, hey, this is this is the pros and cons of using these different ingredients. And here's the oil you need to use. Now, how do you apply it? Okay, seed oil scout helps you in the restaurant. We also like to help people understand how to read a menu, like how to order your fish or which things to steer clear of and which things to omit and not to omit. So tell me this, which city did this start? It started in New York, right? Yep. (laughs) And you said... Tell listeners, how did they get more restaurants on the app? Maybe they go somewhere and they figure out, oh my gosh, they use clean oils. What do they need to do? Yeah, so people do have trouble with this. So it's a great question. You, in the top search bar or it's your search restaurants and ingredients, you need to search for the name of the restaurant if there's no report for it yet. Then when you see it come up, you tap it and there will be like a, a brown colored card that the score, the little score section will be brown. It'll say, assume the worst. It'll say zero stars. And then there, there will be a row of buttons in the middle and you can tap report. I call them reports instead of reviews to kind of emphasize that like it should be fact-based, right? Like uh, we're just talking about like what ingredients the restaurants say they use. We're not talking about like, you know, the lighting was bad or the waiter was mean or something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to add like another section for re- what I call reviews where you can vent about that stuff and post more pictures and stuff. But yeah, so the you're looking for the button report in the app. And then, uh, yeah, form will pop up. It's just some basic questions. You can upload pictures or screenshots of, of the menu if you want, and you can add tags for like good ingredients, stuff like, um, like wild fish or bone broth, organic produce, and you can tag the oils as well. And it's really quick to file a report. It'll save drafts if you want to come back to it and you just press submit. And yeah, and then it's on the map <laughs> for other scouts to see. So cool. So tell everybody, just go to the app store and search Seed Oil Scout. Yeah, you can go through our website. You can Google Seed Oil Scout or um, yeah, search in the app store. It'll pop right up. You can find us on Instagram or Twitter as well. We post a lot of fun data insights and stuff on the Instagram. Like we did a post like, you know, different cuisines, like which cuisines use the most seed oils versus others or like which cities use the most seed oils. And we'll post like, you know, reels and uh, videos of like certain fun restaurants that we visit and stuff like that. So yeah, I love this. we're trying to kind of grow the community. And I think the app's kind of like the, the meeting place for everyone to join in. And we really like, I've been really impressed with the effort people have put in so far. We have about 2000 reviewed restaurants in the country. And like, basically every US city has at least a few reviews and the major cities have a lot. Like New York has a couple hundred. LA, I think has like 40 green safe places. Austin has over 20. So yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. And we also have reviews for tons of uh, all the big major chains, national chains. We have most of those in the app as well. That's so cool. I know my audience is going to love this because they (laughs) all come to me and say, I really want to eat clean, but how am I still going to go out to eat? And it's like, you can, you just need to be informed. You need to be aware. So this is the next step in going out to eat so that you can still choose what you want but know how to order it and feel really good. So I appreciate you coming on and sharing that information. Everybody go download Seed Oil Scout and check them out on social media platforms and know that we will see you soon. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you, Jen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Wake Up and Read the Labels. If you like this episode, guess what? We want you to share it. We'd love that. Share it with a friend and leave us a review. 
You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or really wherever you're listening to your podcast. For more information, visit us at wakeupandreadthelabels.com. Thank you.